Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, means Fantasy Football Sundays. Here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks, East Street's scenic views. Not the best day. Not the most glorious day out there. Um, Today's weather in Kansas City would probably give you a good indication of what the slate of Sunday football looks like. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. There's uh, there's one good game. It's at noon. It's Tennessee and Cincinnati. Obviously, we dive into those games here in a little bit. But welcome into the Fantasy Football Sunday Show. I am Dusty Likens. Grant Nicholson here with me as well. But to tell you about things before we get into matchups is guys that you might have on a roster. Might be guys that you're thinking about streaming, thinking about playing. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, who all week had been dealing with a calf injury, is expected to play against the Seahawks. They'll obviously monitor that in pregame to see if there's any setbacks uh, during his pregame warm-up per sources. 49ers receiver Debo Samuel listed as questionable for today's game due to a hamstring injury is also expected to play versus the Saints. Again, bearing any setbacks in pregame warm-ups. Cardinals receiver Greg Dortch listed as questionable in Sunday's game due to a thumb injury is unlikely to play. Uh, versus the Chargers, uh, Cardinals have also ruled out Rondell Moore, but they did activate Marquise Brown, also known as Hollywood Brown. So for those of you that have been waiting to play him all week, there you go. Uh, line uh, Tied in for the Washington Commanders, uh, Logan Thomas listed as questionable for Sunday's game due to uh, a rib injury and illness is expected to play versus the Falcons. Justin Fields listed as questionable for Sunday is uh, due to a separated shoulder is not expected to play today. Justin Fields not expected to play versus the Jets. Now, I know these things can change, and I know at 10 o'clock we switch over to after hours, and obviously if anything changes, we'll keep you updated that on 610 Sports Radio. Allen Robinson, another Rams player, out today, not expected to play against the Chiefs. Um, So just kind of like that time of the year, right, where everybody's getting hurt, everybody's kind of out Um, the Bears are promoting Nathan Peterman from the practice squad to the active roster. So uh, if that game doesn't scream, take the Jets minus seven, then then I don't know what to tell you. And running back Leonard Fournette for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not active. He will not be in there. Keyshawn Vaughn, somebody maybe you can keep an eye on. uh, Depending on how long this Fournette injury is, obviously Keyshawn Vaughn will be the second string uh, in that, excuse me, in that uh, realm of running backs, but 
other players out today that you probably already knew. Joe Mixon is out. Um, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, uh, Mike Williams will not play. We already said Rondell Moore, Matthew Stafford out, Kadarius Toney out, and Romeo Dobbs for the Packers out all as well. Grant, let's get into some matchups. All right, as always, 913-586-7610. Once again, that number is 913-586-7610. Get them in. We'll answer your questions at the end of the show to make sure everybody's on the same page. Get everybody geared up for a fantasy football Sunday. But where we start is always with the noon games. Remember, not a lot of games this weekend because Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving holiday. There were six teams that played on Thursday that do not play today due to not playing. Also, that means there's no buys. The NFL is uh, no bye week during Thanksgiving just because there were the three games on the Thursday night or Thursday day slate afternoon and all that. But the first game today, Denver at Carolina. Okay. This is a laughable line, but this game is over under is at 36 and a half. I'm going to say that one more time for those of you who are hard of hearing in the back. 36 and a half is the over-under on this Denver-Carolina game. Now, for those of you that went out and got Latavius Murray and you think maybe he's the guy that's going to work for the Denver offense, that's fine. But I can't expect or promise much from that Denver offense. I think that Denver offense is terrible. That's why this line is so low. Remember this stat a couple weeks ago that if Denver scored 18 points a game, they'd be 8-2 and two or some random number like that. But again... Cortland Sutton is the play if you're anywhere near a Denver player. I don't think you're playing Russell Wilson. I don't think you're going to play Latavius Murray. I don't think you're going to play anybody else on that team. Now, Greg Dulich, I get it. He's been finding some help with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson seems to find him randomly in the end zone. Again, I don't trust it. I think this game will go over 36 and a half. I think 36 and a half is kind of a slap in the face. I've been wrong many, many times before. But I don't think I'm playing anybody other than than Greg and, and Sutton. I mean, I think those are the only two players I'm playing on the Denver offense. As for Carolina, you move over to the other side of the ball. Sam Darnold is back. I don't really know what this means for the Carolina Panthers. Because Sam Darnold, nobody wanted to play last year. Everybody was ready to move on from Sam Darnold. Well, then they went and got Baker Mayfield. And then Baker Mayfield couldn't play. So then it was P.J. Walker. And now it's back to Sam Darnold. I don't know what's going on. But I will say this. The best years that DJ Moore has had, Sam Darnold was throwing him the football. This is a tough matchup today for DJ Moore. He goes up against like the fourth-ranked defense when it comes to wide receivers in full-point PPR leagues. I get it. Pat Sertan Jr. is probably going to be shadowing DJ Moore all day. Sam Darnold's first game back seems like a bad recipe. If you want my advice and DJ Moore's on your team, I wouldn't start DJ Moore. I'd probably let DJ Moore ride the pine this week and just kind of keep an eye on it. Now, Deonta Foreman seems to be the main back. Chuba Hubbard kind of taking a back seat. Injuries have kind of flared up here and there, but it seems like Deonta Foreman is the main guy. Outside of that, I really don't know if there's anybody else you want to play. Now, again, the Denver defense is a bit better than people might give it, you know, respect for. But again, I'm not playing anybody in this matchup unless it's Cortland Sutton and 
That's probably it. Over under 36 and a half. I think the Chiefs have scored 36 points four times just by themselves. Next game is Atlanta at Washington. The snooze fest continues, right? Nothing really exciting about this game. I get it for the Atlanta Falcons, Cordell Patterson, Marcus Mariota, Drake London. Those seem to be the guys that you'd play. Alec Greer, the running back, not enough there to like really get me to the point of like, I think this guy can handle the bulk load of the bat of the running back plays. I think this guy's going to get a lot of action. Marcus Mariota, obviously a good quarterback when it comes to running schemes. He's been decent in fantasy. For those of you that are like me, that just stream quarterbacks every other week or every few weeks to where you've tried to find matchups with quarterbacks that are out there. Marcus Mariota, this is one of those matchups where I think you'd be okay to stream Mariota in. Some of you people out there are smarter than I am and draft Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the third round. That's sarcasm. But again, I'll play my chips with quarterbacks week in and week out in the world of fantasy football. It's just a strategy that I've done. And Marcus Mariota is one of those guys that can help you along the season in certain situations. But again, if you're wanting lock-in plays for daily or for season long, Patterson, London, I think you have to have those guys in. London finds the end zone all the time, it seems like. And, an out, and with Marcus Mariota looking for a number one target, that's what it's going to be. But I can see this game being like 28 to 27 or 17 to 10. I can't really see this game being very electric. As for the side of the commanders, Scary Terry likes him some Taylor Heine. That's a fact. Terry McLaurin's numbers have skyrocketed since uh, since te- uh, Taylor Heineke took over at quarterback. Since that leash has been a little bit loosened, he's won last week. He comes back this week, has a favorable matchup against Atlanta at home. This is another quarterback that I think you can stream every so often is Taylor Heineke. He's a guy that can go out there and sling it for like 295 and three touchdowns. But again, he's also a guy that can go out there and sling it for 188 and throw three interceptions. There's just really no telling week in and week out unless you can look at the matchup. This is one of those matchups where I think that you can do that. I also think Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr. are just going to start splitting the carries because that's what seems like it's working for the Washington Commanders with that formation. Last week, it was scary. They ran the ball 33 times between both running backs, 18 for Gibson and 15 for Robinson. And they ran for about 130 yards combined. It was like 70, it was like 77 and 58, something very similar to that. So it seems that if you have one or the other, you play them both. Just like in the Miami situation, Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr., Raheem Mostert. Obviously, Raheem Mostert out today, so that doesn't really compare that well. But this team, Washington, is going to do that back-and-back running backs. So you look at the Atlanta Falcons, you look at what they do when it comes to giving up runs to running backs, they're 21st in the league. That's tier, that's close to the bottom, right? Damn near bottom 10. I guess it is. But anyways... They give up 121 yards per game on the ground. Not a great thing there for them. But the only thing that is interesting about Washington is that Curtis Samuel just seems to be stealing rushing touchdowns. So you don't like that for Robinson and Gibson owners. But I think you have to play both, though. <laughs> Speaking of Raheem Mostert, Houston at Miami. Um, this is a weird one for fantasy owners because I don't know who's going to have more points today receiver-wise, Waddle or Tyreek Hill. We'll get into Miami here in a second, but we talk about Houston first. No Davis Mills today, so it's Kyle Allen, Josh's brother. Just kidding. Um, But I really would like to see Damian Pierce get involved in the passing game. Damian Pierce, I think the only option you can use in this Houston roster, 
He's their RB1. He's an RB2 in fantasy. He's got tremendous upside, but when they play from behind, they don't seem to use him in the check down game. Kyle Allen, a new quarterback, could possibly start seeing Damian Pierce in that role. I know Brandon Cooks is on that team, but the attitude and the the team and and the partnership and the togetherness is not there with those two. Houston, Miami, I, again, I'd like to see Damian Pierce really get involved inside the passing game. That could really take him from RB2 to an RB1 and really set the ceiling. When it comes to Miami, no Raheem Mostert. He is out. For those of you that have Jeff Wilson Jr., play, play, play Jeff Wilson Jr. Mike McDaniels loves to use his running backs. He's from the San Francisco 49ers, you know, offensive scheme. He's done the exact same thing over here in Miami, but again, a little bit better wide receivers, but the way that they use the running backs, same way. Pass catchers, third and one, first and 10, outside, inside, wheel routes, bubble screens, everything with running backs. Jeff Wilson Jr. is in line to have a very, very large game today and see a lot of volume. He should be a running back too, or your flex option. When it comes to everybody else on Miami, start them all. Waddle, Hill, Tua. This game could be 38-14 to 14 Miami at the start of the fourth quarter. Miami's coming off a bye, and you know they're ready to score. We'll come back. We'll get into the rest of the noon games here on a Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Back in on a fantasy football Sunday, 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens with you, Grant Nicholson with you as well. Emaw, man. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, 10 o'clock, he'll start after hours. We'll take that all the way up to noon, and then it's NFL Sunday for you the rest of the day. Uh, Chiefs, Rams, 325. You can hear pregame on this station and on 106.5 The Wolf starting at 1230. Uh, Josh Klingler the Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter slash Fesco in the Morning co-host will join me at 11 o'clock and kind of give us a look into this game, answer your questions, maybe pick his brain a little bit about what he thinks this offense could be. Again, we'll get into all that um, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock on uh, 610 Sports Radio. But we owe you a few more noon matchups before we go to break. So, Grant, let's fire up some matchup music and get everybody ready for the rest of this 12 o'clock slate. It's very rare that my all-juice matchup that we dedicate every week to the late, great Therese Paler comes at a noon slot. But this is the best game all day. I kid you not. There's not a better game today than this one, and that is Cincinnati at Tennessee. Cincinnati coming in as the favorite to Tennessee. A little interesting, but this is the all-juice game. Again, no Jamar Chase this week. Why? Because Jamar Chase wants to just get it right for the Chiefs game because that's the one that matters most to every single team in the NFL. At least that's what we look like. So what are you doing? You're firing up T. Higgins again. You're firing up Tyler Boyd. And you better play Samaje Pirine. Why? Because I know all of you out there, especially you Joe Mixon owners, all of you waiver wire cats, everybody went and got Samaje Pirine. Why? Probably because he had three touchdowns last week. Probably because Joe Burrow throws touchdowns to his running backs. In fact, in the last two games he's played, he's thrown seven touchdowns to his running backs. Seven. Um, but last week, T. Higgins had nine for 148. Samaje P. Ryan obviously had the three touchdowns. Burrow finds running backs in the end zones again seven times in two weeks for the Cincinnati Bengals. So I think you fire up Burrow. I think you get T. Higgins in that lineup. I think you could play Tyler Boyd. And I think you could also really get Samaj P. Ryan going in a flex or an RB2 when it comes to that Bengals offense. As for Tennessee, I think last week was the best the Titans had looked all year. Ryan Tannehill seemed like he was really in sync, had a good game. Um, I think this game is heavy action as well. 
I think this is the type of game that goes, you know, 31-28. Both teams seem to play each other pretty well. They have good, well, Cincinnati has a good offense. Tennessee has a really good defense. Chiefs fans know about that defense, that heavy front four that just really knows how to push people around to where they don't need to blitz. I think they'll do the same thing to Joe Burrow this week. But I think when it comes to Cincinnati, their defense, it's meh. So it's heavy. You got Derrick Henry, who you're obviously starting. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, you're obviously starting. Had a big game last week. Tannehill found him for 100 yards last week. He was a heavy, heavy target on the waiver wire this past week. You got to see Burks continue to get action because he can stretch the field and he's their best option at wide receiver. And Robert Woods. Yes, the older he gets, the worse he gets. Welcome to football. But last week he was actually pretty decent. But I like Burks and I like Henry in this matchup against Cincinnati. And I think lots of action and high scoring in this game. Like I said, I think it's going to be a 31-28 type of fight with McPherson for Cincinnati kicking one at the very end of the game to seal it for the Bengals. Chicago at New York. No Justin Fields. Shoulder injury, separated shoulder, so he can't be used. There's no Justin Fields in this game. If he were to play, if he was going to play, you probably wouldn't get a lot of throwing anyway. Just a lot of rushing. But they don't want his body to get beat up. They don't want his shoulder to get worse than it already is. So most likely out this game. It hasn't been official, but most likely he is going to be not activated for this game against the Jets. Which means, really, I don't know if you can play anybody except for Darnell Mooney and D. And, and Montgomery. I think that's about all you can play when it comes to the Chicago side of the ball. I know this hurts a lot of people. I've told you about streaming quarterbacks earlier. If you have a Justin Fields on your roster and need somebody really quick to substitute out, I'm sure you could go stream Heineke. I'm sure you could go stream Mariota. I'm sure you could go stream Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit later. But I'm telling you right now, you can find a quarterback this week that can sub out. Now, I'm not saying any of these quarterbacks are going to get you 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns like Justin Fields is. That's just life. But no Fields in this game. As for the Jets, let's just figure this out itself. New quarterback, not going to be Zach Wilson. He was a clown last week in the postgame press conference. And Robert Sala, that good-looking man, said, you know what? I'm going to take rank. You're not going to be my quarterback this year or this week. So now it's Mike White. Mike White, got nothing to lose. I don't know what you do in this situation. Obviously, you don't play him on any rosters. But, again, Jets fans, Jets owners of, of offensive weapons, he's going to sling it. The Bears' defense isn't good. He's going to want to try to make somebody notice him. So, Mims, Conklin, Carter could all be targets in this game. James Robinson, a veteran running back, also could get some play. But Mims, Conklin, and Carter are probably my main guys I'm playing with Mike White throwing the pigskin around. And as for David Montgomery, if you missed out in the last week, he had 67 rushing yards and 54 receiving yards, and he had a touchdown as well. So they utilized him pretty well when they couldn't throw the ball. No Justin Fields. Somebody's going to check down a lot. Look for David Montgomery to have a big game. Bucks browns Can I be somebody of an unpopular uh, opinion probably around here more often than not? I think Tom Brady's back. I know that sounds stupid to a lot of you to think, well, where did he go? Well, he hasn't been good this year. But I think Tom Brady finally knows where life is going. And I think he's been able to relax a little bit more these last couple weeks. Yes, I was saying that the off the field issues have probably kept his mind and his play a little cloudy. Now I think he's got a clear and present feel of what's going on. And since then, he's kind of been doing a little bit better. 
That's not my normal sarcastic self. I truly do believe that. In fact, I'm starting Tom Brady in all of my lineups today because he has a favorable matchup against the Browns. I think he's back being the leader. No Leonard Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Ricard White. Big game last week from White. I like White a lot. I think Tom Brady likes White a lot. And again, Mike Evans is a play. Chris Godwin is a play. And I also think that his new Gronk, Otten, is also a play. Brady finds him in the goal line, finds him a lot like he used to find Gronk. Brady's been able to throw the ball a little bit better the last few weeks. Seems to have a little bit more control. Kind of seems to be able to relax. I like Tampa Bay's offense in this game against the Browns. What I also like for the Cleveland Browns is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's been quietly good. Check that. Amari Cooper's been quietly great. Seven touchdowns already this year for the new activated or new acquired, newly acquired receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Considering what Chubb's done. Like, it's been Nick Chubb, and that's it. And then it's like, wait, no, it isn't. It's also been uh, uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, been great. Seven touchdowns. I look for him to get another touchdown or at least a lot of volume in this week's matchup because as much as I think Nick Chubb is good, and I think that he's a dominating running back, one of the top three running backs in the NFL, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' run defense is better than people are giving it credit for. It used to be one of the best in the league. Not a lot has changed. Guys are just getting older, but it's still pretty locked down. So if Chubb can't get going, look for a lot of volume to go towards Allen Robinson's way. Again, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they rank 16th versus the run, giving up 116 on the ground. 16th is middle of the pack, but that's because some days it's really good, like the old days. Other days, it's 120, 125 when it comes to running the game with the other opposing running back. Last game of the noon slate, Baltimore at Jacksonville. This is the heaviest bet game of the day with Jacksonville being three and a half point underdogs. Everybody, it seems like, is taking Baltimore minus three and a half on the road in Jacksonville. Let's start with Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, back to being banged up throughout the week. That's just the way life goes for Lamar Jackson, apparently, at least the last three years. A little bit of sickness throughout the season, a little bit of injury, a little bit of bruises. But guess what? Lamar still shows up every Sunday ready to go, running the ball, throwing the ball, doing whatever he's got to do to win the game. So there's a little concern that he's getting a little beat up because he could miss some plays, miss some, you know, a little bit of time that could really mess the flow up of a Lamar Jackson-style game. But again, Baltimore's 7-3. They play a 3-7 and seven team. They get up big early. They're not going to have much Lamar Jackson to worry about anyway. But when it comes to the offensive weapons for the Baltimore Ravens, I like Gus Johnson this week. And I, or, I'm sorry. Yeah, Gus Edwards. Gus Johnson announces football for Michigan and Ohio State yesterday. What a game. But Gus Edwards, I like Gus Edwards this week. He's good in the passing game, good in the running game. Baltimore doesn't really throw the ball deep to its wide receivers, let alone throw it often to their wide or to their uh, to their running backs. So again, you've got Demarcus Robinson, who last week set the world on fire. I don't know if he continues to do that. It kind of seems by wide receiver by committee with Demarcus Robinson, uh, likely and Duvernay when it comes to the Baltimore offense. Gus Edwards. We'll get some action. We'll get goal line looks. We'll have potentially volume to score a lot of touchdowns. And obviously, you're starting Mark Edwards as well. As for Jacksonville, just feed Travis Etienne. He saw what his brother did for Florida the other night. He's come out and said that his little brother's better than he is. Go show out today for Jacksonville. You play in Florida. The game's in Florida. Hope your little bros there watching it. Just let Etienne shine. Keep giving him the rock. Keep feeding him the beast. Just let Travis Etienne set the tone for that team. 
Baltimore's rush defense, not the best. Travis Etienne is starting to come into his own and become his own running back in the NFL. Lots of volume, gets lots of looks. Last time he played, he had a bye last week, so he's got fresh fresh legs. Played the Chiefs the week before, and again, Christian Kirk had a coming out party. Nine for 105 and two touchdowns last game against the Chiefs. Also, Zay Jones, if you're in a pinch, if some of your receivers are injured, like if you had a Cooper Cup, can't play, you need somebody. Zay Jones, eight for 68 last week. So he got targets and got yardage. Looked very well inclined with this offense in Trevor Lawrence. But again, seven and three versus three and seven. There's no much to expect. Everybody thinks Baltimore wins this game by a three and a half easily when it comes to this Jacksonville-Baltimore matchup. That is the noon slate. This is Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Again, get all your questions in, 913-586-7610, and we'll get to those at the end of the show. But when we come back, we get you our 3 p.m. games, including that Chiefs and Rams matchup. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views, on 610 Sports Radio, and always live on the Odyssey app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. On a fantasy football Sunday, Dusty Likens with you, Grant Nicholson as well on 610 Sports Radio. Fantasy Football Sunday is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. 913-586-7610 is the number to text in. I'll try to get to you as all as I can and give you all the advice, everything I'm capable of doing from the kindness of my soul. For those of you that missed uh, the very beginning, kind of give you a list of who's in, who's out. Some notable players, Raheem Moster out, Justin Fields out, Leonard Fournette not playing, Joe Mixon obviously hurt. 
So you ought to have been on the waiver wire this week. Pretty active, pretty pretty attentive on there. So um, Also, Allen Robinson out for the Rams. I don't know who the hell uh, this Perkins cat's going to throw to uh, for the Rams. Maybe, maybe keep an eye on Cam Akers? I have no idea. Um, but Nathan Peterman has been promoted to the Bears active roster. That can't be good. Um, but uh, And no Rondell Moore in Arizona, but they have officially uh, brought back Hollywood Brown to the active roster. For those of you that have hung on to him in your IR leagues. Uh, and Logan Thomas expected to play as uh, the tight end for the Commanders this week, uh, this Sunday, because he was missing with rib injuries and an illness, but seems like he's going to be okay to play. It's always interesting to see the players, what they were out with, and then to see Sunday come around. They're like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Has a broken wrist, has a sprained uh, calf, and was puking because he had the flu, but he should play Sunday. Uh, Debo Samuel, who was listed as questionable with a hamstring injury, he is expected to play as well for the 49ers. Josh Jacobs with the calf injury all week. He is expected to play for the Raiders. Matthew Stafford, obviously out. You know that already from uh, earlier reports that you follow on this local team that they call the Kansas City Chiefs. But let's go ahead and get you set up for the rest of the day and evening with your 3 o'clock Sunday night football and Monday night matchups. Getting into your 3 o'clock matchups, I don't want to tease any longer. I want to get you right into the Los Angeles Rams-Kansas City Chiefs game. This one's a bit nerve-wracking. The reason I say that is because I think a lot of people see it the same way that I see it, right? You think, okay, the Chiefs seem pretty healthy. Juju Smith-Schuster should be back and ready to play. You've got MBS playing. Isaiah Pacheco is the clear front runner running back. Jarek McKinnon, he's the, you know, pass-catching spellback. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you start all the main guys, Juju, Travis, Patrick. Pacheco's probably starting at this point if you're wanting to, to really get down to it. But don't be concerned. Don't be alarmed if by the fourth quarter, Chad Henney's in the game. And Noah Gray's getting more snaps than Travis Kelsey. And this game is like 28 to 10. This is a get-in and get-out game for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm staying away from it when it comes to betting. I'm not putting any prop bets in this game because I don't know how long these guys are going to play, if at all, for, like, the length of the fourth quarter. That kind of scares me. That can also fluctuate fantasy numbers. But, again, if they get to 28, they had to do something in the first half, the first three quarters, to sit their starters in the fourth. If that is the case, weather doesn't look great, right? It's wet. It's rainy. It's 40 degrees. There's really not a whole lot going on in this in this town today when it comes to weather-wise. So, kind of a miserable day. But again, I think you have to start, obviously, Kelsey Mahomes. You're not putting those guys anywhere else. They can get you points quick and early and efficiently. Pacheco, I think at this point you could start him. I think he's going to be the main guy they're going to run the ball with. Again, a good day to run the ball today with temperatures the way they are and conditions the way it is. Sweats, colds, rain. Seems like a day where you can really get the ground game going. But other than Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, Patrick Mahomes, and Pacheco, I really don't think there's anybody else worth starting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Unless you're in super deep leagues and you want to stream MBS and hope he gets like eight for 100 really fast in the first three quarters. I'm not sure, but this could be a Henny given Sunday when it gets to the fourth quarter or midway through the fourth quarter. For the Rams, absolutely no one. 
Moving on to the Chargers and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray's back. Arizona has their one and two weapons for the first time all season long on the same field. But we start with the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, that's the three. You could do a heavy stack with the Chargers today and probably be pretty successful. He's going to throw it to Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler a ton. He's going to throw it a ton. And if they do run the ball, they're going to run it with Austin Eckler. I think this game has a lot of lot of points to be scored. I would definitely take the over in this game. I like this game to be kind of a shootout. I know both defenses have been beat up or at least are not playing the way that they probably could play due to injuries and injuries like seem to pile up this time of year. Plus with the Chargers, they're always hurt. But this seems like it could be one of those 31-34 type of games. I say that because the Chargers are an offensively driven team with their quarterback and their weapons. Now you flip it over to the Arizona Cardinals, right? Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins are going to play together for the first time all year. It's week 12. Kyler Murray's coming back from two weeks of being out with injuries. Reports have said that he and Cliff Kingsbury have spent the time together getting to know this playbook a little bit better and getting back on the same page. Well, you add your number one and number two wide receivers to the roster in the same day. James Conner's officially back and healthy. This is the team they want. This is the type of offense they should look for. So for all of you that drafted Kyler Murray, thinking he could be that sneaky, quiet, pretty good flex play quarterback, this is your week to see if it actually pays off. And I think that it might. Again, I think this game could be 38 to 36. I think it'd be 31 to 29. A lot of points, a lot of action. Both defenses hurt, beat up, not the best. Both offenses look to be a little bit more powerful than people might give them credit for. So again, heavy offensive game and a lot of action in this Arizona Chargers game at 3 o'clock. As for Las Vegas at Seattle, do you want to guess how many targets Devontae Adams already has this year? Again, he's only played in 10 weeks. He has 112 targets already this season. 64 receptions, and he only has five drops. So, what do those three numbers reach out to me and tell me? It means that Derek Carr throws it to Devontae Adams' way every single play. It also means that about 55% of the time, he's not getting it close to Devontae Adams because he's not dropping the ball very often. Devontae Adams second in the league also with touchdowns with 10. I really, truly mean this when I say this today. Josh Jacobs is sore. They're going to check him out pregame to make sure the calf injury is okay. But you know that screams pitch count. They're not going to throw it to Hollis. They're not going to run the ball. Devontae Adams will literally get 20 targets today. Out of those 20 targets, we're looking for about 11 catches for 135 yards and probably two touchdowns. Devontae Adams has 10 touchdowns and 925 yards receiving on 112 targets and 64 receptions. For those of you that got Devontae Adams late in the first round, I congratulate you. Devontae Adams has been a wide receiver one stud this year. Not because he's on a good team. He's not. Not because he's got a good quarterback. He doesn't. It's because he's the only damn one on the offense. Darren Waller out. Renfro out. Josh Jacobs beat up. What now? Foster Moreau, absolutely not. Devontae Adams, 20 targets against the Seahawks today. 
I really, truly think that could be a valuable number today for Devontae Adams. As for Seattle, Seattle coming off of a bye week. Kenny Walker, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, all ready to go. So is Geno. The haters wrote me off, but I ain't wrote back yet is exactly what he's still saying going into week 12. Pete Carroll's got this team going. Pete Carroll's in the conversation coach of the year. Pete Carroll gets to play the Las Vegas Raiders and the Las Vegas Raiders, they suck. They are not a good team. They are a team that nobody believes in. Me, myself, and I, you, us, everybody, even their own damn team, not everybody's bought in. Can't fire their coach, don't have enough money. The owner has a terrible haircut, doesn't want to get anybody else on this team, doesn't want to try to make acquisitions to try to make it somewhat pleasable for this fan base. Not happening. Las Vegas Raiders are terrible. The Seattle Seahawks, not bad. This game's in Seattle. I don't see the Vegas Raiders winning this because I see Metcalf, Lockett, Walker, Geno, all of them to go nuts in this game. This is a very, very heavy stack Seattle day today. Stack them. Geno, DK, Lockett, Walker, put them all in your lineup and see your team put up 150 to 165 points. Just do to all the volume this team is going to see against a bad, bad Raiders team. New Orleans at San Francisco. This screams complete beatdown by the 49ers. I think the 49ers are the most fun team to watch in the entire NFL. They have a ton of gadgets. They treat Jimmy Garoppolo to me like he's James Bond. James Bond's a good-looking dude. Wears a lot of good-looking suits. Guarantee you Jimmy G's going to look really good when he shows up to the stadium today. He's also got a lot of gadgets like James Bond has in his car with the little red button that shoots out the guy in the passenger seat. Smoke screen in the outside. Blades on the tires. That's exactly what the San Francisco 49ers are. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell. Where does it end? Probably in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs come February. That's my prediction. Hate it all you want. Jimmy Garoppolo last week, there's only three quarterbacks better than Jimmy Garoppolo last week. Three. Jimmy Garoppolo with this offense last week looked good. He had four touchdowns, two of which to George Kittle. He had a lot of action in the passing game. Didn't really turn the ball over. Used every single one of his gadgets perfectly. I think you have to start them all because San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan are just absolutely in love with all the toys, gadgets, and, and everything they have against other teams. As for New Orleans, Alave, I think, is a lock week in and week out. The guy's got great hands. He seems to find the end zone. Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, I don't know who's playing quarterback, but neither one of them are worth a darn. But Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and Chris Alave are all guys I think that you could have in your lineup week in and week out because I think they just play well, and they're going to get a lot of garbage time looks, and Kamara gets runs and pass catches. Alave is going to get a lot of looks when they're down 21-3 to in the fourth quarter to the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay at Philly. So this is interesting. So reports came out today that Aaron Rodgers' thumb injury is a lot worse than they thought initially. Now, the possibility is, once the Packers are officially out of the playoff picture, which I think they already are, they're going to sit Aaron Rodgers for the remaining part of the season. Why don't you just go ahead and do that now? Romeo Dobbs out of this one. But again, Watson, you have to continue to play him because he seems to score every single game, not just once, but twice at least. Watson has been absolutely insanely great 
with the Green Bay Packers and an Aaron Rodgers who has a beat-up thumb who apparently might get sat down for the rest of the season once they're officially out of the playoffs, as if they aren't already because Minnesota has about a 17-game lead in that division. As for Philadelphia, I think you play the regulars, right? You're playing Devonta Smith. You're playing A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts. You're playing everybody on that team, Miles Sanders as well. And I really, really like the way this Eagles offense can get rolling. Now, I will tell you this. I looked at James Palmer's report today on NFL.com and the Twitter device. Seems like weather's really, really bad in Philly. Rainy, disgusting, not a good weather day. So it could be a tough game, excuse me, for that Philly offense to really get rolling, to really figure things out due to the fact that it's disgusting, it's cold, it's wet. Offenses don't really get moving. So look for a lot of RPOs from Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders is a must play this week. So is A.J. Brown because he'll be the sure lock over Devonta Smith. But I think you have to play them all just because of volume in the past. The last game is Monday night. It's Pittsburgh at Indy. Like I said, this is the worst slate for Sunday football that we've seen in a very, very long time. It's not a good week. We got a lot of great games on Thursday. That Dallas Giants game was fantastic. Kind of. Buffalo-Detroit game was actually good. Minnesota-New New England, also a pretty solid game. But those three games all trump every single game today, minus Cincinnati-Tennessee, which is my all-juice game. But Pittsburgh at Indy. Jonathan Taylor, George Pickens, Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman Jr. Anybody else? Am I missing anybody else? Think that's all I got to worry about? What a terrible Monday night game. Pittsburgh Indy. Najee Harris, obviously, he's been better since Mike Tomlin called him out. So you're probably starting Najee Harris, George Pickens. Some of you are probably still holding on to the thought that Deontay Johnson can come back to two years ago's strengths. Probably not. I think they're going to just start using George Pickens more than anybody else on that offense. As for Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pippen Jr., Paris Campbell. That is this week's fantasy football lineup, fantasy football matchups. I hope you're all geared up and ready to go. Again, when we come back, 913-586-7610. I'll get to all of your questions, and I'll answer them all. I see all of them up there right now. They're coming in. Let's go. 913-586-7610. It's a fantasy football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio with your boy, Dusty Likens. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Seven minutes will get you into after hours, 10 to noon. When I'm gone, and it's Miller Lights and football the rest of Sunday. It is what it is. Sorry, Mom. 913-586-7610. Your fantasy questions now. It's getting crunch time, folks. It's, uh, it's damn near playoff season. Some of you might have already clinched. I don't know who you are out there. Me. Um, but some of you might have already clinched your playoff spot. Some of you might be on the border, so you can't afford to lose, or you know, you 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 you're already in, but there's a chance somebody could could backdoor you. You know, could could South Carolina you? 
and then take a picture of themselves smoking a cigar, looking like Jack Harlow. That's what Spencer Rattler looks like. Sorry, that was my coffee cup. I apologize. So let's get into your questions. 913-586-7610. Start Josh Palmer, Christian Watson, or George Pickens. Um, man, I think George Pickens is the play. Uh, he had a good game last week. They, they seem to find him. Uh, Kenny Pickett does at least seems to find him, know that he's the best, most talented receiver on that roster. And it's getting more and more evidently obvious uh, with that team, with people in fantasy leagues. Again, if you have a deep team uh, like myself and it comes to receiver and, and, and flexes, it's hard for me to decide between like guys like him and Gabe Davis. I think right now to give you some sort of insight, I think if I had a guy like Gabe Davis and George Pickens, I would lean towards a George Pickens. If that helps you out, 913. Uh, from the 913, Sutton or Godwin, you can only play one. I said this earlier. I think I'm going with, with Godwin because I think Tom Brady has kind of found his mojo. Um, I think he's he's kind of got this, this new demeanor to him. He looks like he's got a little bit more of a of an upbeat rhythm when it comes to playing this game in the NFL again. I think he's having fun again. They're winning. They uh, they actually have a legitimate shot now to go to the playoffs because they play in such a terrible division and things like him. Um, whenever uh, whenever he's uh, whenever he's rolling, so I think Godwin ex- uh, exceeds from that. I think Mike Evans gets a lot of action from that, but I do like Chris Godwin this week. When it comes to that matchup, uh, flex PPR from the eight one six, Tyler Boyd, Damian Pierce, Devonta Smith. I think you got to go with Tyler Boyd out of those three. I like Damian Pierce, but again, he's playing Miami. We haven't really seen him get involved in the passing game. And I can see this game getting out of hand early with Miami going up really big early on for the dolphins. I think Waddle and Tyree kill have big games today. It's a little biased because I took a fantasy uh, or not a fantasy, but I took a parlay involving both those guys. But again, they're playing Houston. Houston is not good. They're not playing their starting quarterback. They benched their quarterback already. Who's terrible. And uh, now it's, uh, I think what is it Mike White or Kyle Allen. One of those two guys is playing for Houston. Um, so I would probably lean somewhere else uh, when it comes to those names, but, but Tyler Boyd, there's no Jamar chase. So it's T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. When it comes to Joe Burrow and that offense and no Joe Mixon for the entire game. So Samaje P. Ryan uh, for that flex uh, Latavius Murray, Isaiah Pacheco, Devonta Smith. I'd probably go Devonta Smith just for volume. I think he gets more volume than Pacheco and Latavius Murray, who are not really going to be out pass catching. They're just going to be, they're just going to most likely be running Uh, from the 816 Damian Pierce or Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders. The weather in Philly is supposed to be rainy tonight. Green Bay, uh, not good against the run, so I would go Miles Sanders. Christian Watson or Chris Olave? Take a coin and flip it. Heads or tails? Pick one. Um, Watson, obviously, of of late, just because of how how often he gets in the end zone. I think he has, what, like five, six touchdowns in two weeks? So, so uh, yeah, fire that up. Yo, sorry I'm late. Tua or Burrow? I also have Tyreek. I really need to win. Then stack Tua and Tyreek. Stack two and Tyreek get double points, 316. Najee Harris or Jeff Wilson from the 816? Jeff Wilson. I think Jeff Wilson is the number one flex today in fantasy football. I think he sees a ton of volume. I think he sees the end zone probably twice, has 100 total yards at least from scrimmage, probably going to get, it. I don't know, five to six targets in the passing game, probably going to get at least 15 to 20 handoffs. 
one to two of those are probably going to be good for a touchdown. I really, really, really like Jeff Wilson Jr. From the 816, can you turn the blanking music down so we can hear you? It's this way every week. It's a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. I'll just talk louder. Um, from the 913, would you start James Carner, Connor or Jeff Wilson? I'll go back to what I just said. Jeff Wilson is the best flex play this week or RB1, RB2, wherever you want to fit him into your lineup. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. has to play when it comes this week against the Houston Texans. There is no Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert is out. Jeff Wilson has looked good since he joined the Miami Dolphins, and this is one of those weeks where Mike McDaniels is going to be like, hey, this is my guy, the one I like the most. I don't have to be biased in this situation. I can just go full-on Jeff Wilson Jr., so I guess he can be biased in this situation. He doesn't have to split anything between Raheem Mostert, and Jeff Wilson will be absolutely, absolutely nuts uh, today for the Miami Dolphins. Um, Jones Jr. or Nico Collins? I'd probably go Nico for the 913 from the 816. Um, I don't think I can go wrong here either way, but Jalen Hurts or Geno Smith. So the weather would be the only reason why I would probably go Geno Smith over Jalen Hurts. The other thing is I would go Jalen Hurts over Geno Smith due to matchups. So it's kind of tough. Denver's defense, not terrible. Wait, Seattle plays the Vegas Raiders. Play Geno Smith. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings or pizza today? Half point PPR. That sounds like full point PPR. I'm definitely going pizza. It just depends on where you get pizza from, 816. That's a big, big, big risk on your Sunday. Uh, Mooney or Carter for flex? I like Michael Carter on the flex. I don't like Mooney because the backup quarterback play. I get it. They're not playing Zach Wilson. But again, I think Carter's going to get a lot of action because they're just going to throw the ball. The guy's going to have to show what he can do. He's going to try to keep the job away from Zach Wilson, going to try to rile the troops around him. So I think Michael Carter gets a lot in that flex option. A.J. Brown or Godwin because of weather. Uh, I would go God. I'd go. You can't go anywhere around A.J. Brown. I get it. The weather I've talked about in Philadelphia tonight against the Packers is going to be a little crappy. It's going to look like it does outside right now in Kansas City, but it's going to be raining and going to be a little bit colder. But again, I think you have to go A.J. Brown due to volume, due to trust, due to where you probably drafted him. A.J. Brown has to start every single week. Pacheco over Pierce. Uh, No, I don't like that. 316. Uh, The Rams still have Aaron Donald playing today. So there is that uh, for a factor when it comes to Isaiah Pacheco over Damian Pierce. But I would probably go Damian Pierce over Isaiah Pacheco again. That has nothing to do with with who I think is better at the running back position. I just think that in that situation, Aaron Donald or Damian Pierce going up against Miami, I like that matchup a little bit better. Uh, from the 816, Burrow or Tua, I don't think you can go wrong if those are your options. I know somebody asked that question earlier. I like Tua this week just because of the volume that I think that you can see towards his wide receivers against the Houston Texans. But again, I like Tua, I also like Burrow because Burrow without Jamar Chase is just throwing it to everybody. Higgins had 100-plus last week. Tyler Boyd had 80. I mean, just Samaje Pirine had three receiving touchdowns. Like, they aren't running the ball. They're just throwing it. Um, hey, Dusty, and late, couple guys down. Garrett Wilson or Latavius Murray in the flex. Latavius, just due to volume. Thanks, Dusty. As soon as you said it was raining in Philly, I had changed Geno. Go Chiefs. We'll be right back. We're going to do happy, or happy hour. You know, we'll do happy hours. Who cares? After hours coming up next, this has been Fantasy Football Sunday brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drink, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey. 
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.